Bounces away from McCulloch. Thurston gets the ball to Morgan. Morgan crosses the 20. Comes away to O'Neill. Welcome to Above the Horizontal, a podcast about rugby league. I'm your host, Bo Nicholson, and tonight I'm joined by Kieran Gibson. That is, of course, just with him and I, the Queensland contingent of the Above the Horizontal panel. Kieran, how are you going today? Uh, pretty good. Cowboys had a loss on the weekend, which wasn't too great. But after seeing the Origin teams, I'm feeling a bit better, liking our chances. Yeah, very much so. Um, I'll just jump straight into it. The Queensland team, of course, got named this morning. Uh, I've, I've bagged you in as as soon as you finish work. I wanted to have this chat, so thank you very much for allowing me to do so. The uh, the fullback is Kalen Ponger, as predicted. The wingers, Selwyn Cobbo and Xavier Coates. The centres, Valentine Holmes and Dane Gagai. All pretty straightforward so far. Cameron Munster and Daily Cherry Evans are the halves. Of course, DC is the captain. Uh, the hooker, a bit of a surprising one. Ben Hunt has mm-hmm. been named at hooker with Harry Grant on the bench. Harry Grant carrying a bit of an injury, so maybe that's the reason for that one. Uh, the starting front rowers are Tino Fa'asuamaliawi and Josh Papali'i. The edge back rowers are Kurt Capewell and Felice Kafusi. And Ruben Cotter in a lock forward to make his debut. Very exciting. Uh, on the on the bench, Lindsay Collins, Patrick Carrigan, also down to make his debut. And Jeremiah Nanai from the Cowboys. And then, of course, rounding out the rest of the squad are Thomas Dearden, Jai Arrow, Thomas Flegler, Hamaso Tabuai Fido, and Murray Taolungi. As a Cowboys fan, Kieran, there's lots of Cowboys in there, uh, but only three in the starting 17. Overall, how are you feeling about that, uh, that not Cowboys squad, the Queensland squad? Yeah, very good. Um, there's no real, obvi- oh, maybe Nanai. I was going to say there's no real obvious change I would make, but maybe Nanai. He's pretty 19 years old, um, obviously has a lot of X factor, but yeah, it'll be his first origin game. And we didn't need to blood him it wasn't completely necessary so uh, i'm excited for him i hope he goes really well but uh yeah i mean i wouldn't necessarily change it for sure it's just it's it's a little asterisk next to his name as if 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 we do lose the game well it won't be his fault obviously but it's just yeah he's quite young raw um i think cobbo in saying that will handle himself fine he's i think the same age Mm um it's just I guess the point is, is it's, it probably wasn't a necessary pick when you could have just put Arrow in, who's probably not in as good a form, though. So, yeah, uh, I'll back Slater in and see how we go. Yeah, uh, there might be a method to the madness. Uh, one thing that I have noticed um, a lot on a lot of the commentary around this has been, gee whiz, like Queensland have picked a good team. The Queensland teams, particularly the Broncos and Cowboys, are in form. The Broncos have won six in a row. The Cowboys had until they just lost to the Panthers. <laughs> so they're both sitting inside the top four, a lot of informed players. And it's very reminiscent of when Brad Fittler picked an informed team in 2018 and kind of stunned um, Queensland a little bit there and ended that dynasty, really. Uh, and yeah. there's, a, there's a similar flavor, isn't there? A, a little bit of a changing of the guard with Nanai and Carrigan and Cotter and Cobbo, not to mention a few of those reserves. Um, there's a few players that haven't played much as well. You know, Collins is right at the start of his origin career. Uh, Tino's mm-hmm. still really young. Uh it is a lot to be excited about. I do want to talk about a couple of players that were left out 
Now, obviously, you know, you can't fit everyone into these squads. Uh, David Fafita was left out, although I have heard that he's injured and might be out for a couple of weeks again. So, uh, that one could have been injury-related, uh, possibly also form-related. Uh, AJ Brimson, also. They couldn't find room for AJ Brimson in this squad, which I think is... Probably a bit harsh. I might have had him there instead of Dearden. What, what do you think? Some of Slater's picks, to me, um, are a little defensive-minded. Um, Cotter is obviously... He's got great leg speed. Will gain plenty of meters, but he also doesn't miss a tackle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nanai's been a bit suspect tackling, but he, he was brilliant against the Panthers. I actually kind of think his Panthers um, defensive performance probably jagged in that spot or definitely went a long way to getting him there and then Tom Dearden's awesome defensively um so I don't know what Brimson's defensive stats are like but um I think most people uh, would say without sounding too cliche that um Origin is big on defense um so I think that's why he went that way but uh, I would have gone Brimson for sure um instead especially in a 22-man squad I thought that was a bit peculiar um Mm. Yeah, he's been there before. He was all. I think his first game was in Adelaide, game one, twenty twenty. And he, yeah, I thought he played really, really well. So, bit of a surprise there. Yeah, he was a fullback in that game, and and was just about one of the best on the field if it wasn't for Cameron Munster and Kurt Capewell. Uh, and then, of course, he did fill in in the centres last year and did a really good job. I think he had to nullify. Tom Trevojevic, and it was certainly the the quietest he was in that series too. Probably about as quiet as he was all season in any game, frankly. So uh, I, I thought AJ a bit stiff there. What about your mate Reed Marnie? You like you yeah. for Reed Marnie? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was in the squad last year. Somehow got uh, called back to Clubland, and then would have played um, probably after I think it was Grant got injured, or at least been on the bench. So yeah, he would have got some game time. You would like to think. Um, he's been in superb form again. He's, I think, like, obviously Grant is the better player, but I, I think you would say that Marnie is more consistent. Um, if you compare like for like their careers so far, I think you would say Marnie is more consistent, but I'm not saying to take Grant's spot, but I'm, uh, I'm just giving that comparison to kind of say like he probably deserves a spot somewhere in the squad. Mm. Um, but I, yeah, I, to, to be honest, I would have gone AJ over Tom Dearden and left Marnie out. He's just a bit unlucky that there's um, Hunt and Grant ahead of him. I probably would have had Marnie in the squad. And the reason for that is with this, you know, injury cloud hanging over Harry Grant, I mean, I, I would probably start, oh, yeah. I would start Grant, have Hunt at 14 and have Marnie in the squad. And then if, you know... If Grant doesn't come up for game day or isn't good enough, I mean, Marnie's a very good replacement. He just goes straight into into the starting squad. And then you still have Ben Hunt on the bench. Like, that, to me, is the perfect rotation. But, um, you know, know, the the powers that be, the wisdom that they have, um, and, you know, who's questioning the wisdom of Billy Slater and co., um, they've chosen to go a different way. I do want to touch on the fact that, so yesterday we did an episode with, uh, with Miles and Friendy and Chris, the New South Wales fans about the New South Wales team. And there has been a little bit of a change since all of that with Jack Whiten being named at left center, Stephen Crichton being put to the bench and Nico Hines dropped to 18th man. And the other change is that Liam Martin has come onto the bench in the place of Tyson Frizzell, who has dropped back to the reserves. Uh, 
reaction from you on that one? Because I know that the New South Wales boys are not happy about it at all. Yeah, and I'm quite happy about it. I um, Look, I think Whiten uh, somewhat helps that um, frailty that they were concerned about on the edges, although someone else pointed out to me today that Whiten missed an average of four or five tackles in the 2020 series. So mm-hmm. um, there's that to worry about. And Holmes is in fine form. I'm not sure if he's on uh, Whiten's side, but then you... You think about Origin Gagai, when you flick the right switch on for him, um, he's awesome as well. So, yeah, Wyden's going to have his hands full. And then Crichton as the utility is very strange. I I can't for the life of me understand that. Um, if they stick with that, I'll be very happy because uh, obviously Crichton could fit anywhere in the back line from one to five. Um, but anywhere else, it's a bit of a worry. And then... I guess, I don't know what they do if, if, oh, I mean, I guess Whiten's there, so he's still kind of a utility, but he's starting um, mm-hmm. if someone else got injured. Uh, and then Frizzell, I'm actually, I, I think Martin for Frizzell is probably the right call. Um, I'm not, I, I like Frizzell, especially his first couple of two, three seasons in Origin. I don't know how many years of Origin he's played, but I thought he was superb when he first started yeah. in Origin. I can remember one time, I think he ran down Gagai or very nearly ran down Gagai. Yeah. Um, and it's true for what Friendy said last night. I, I think he always gives his best in origin, but I also think he does do all the one percenters and maybe I, I miss out a little bit on what he does. Um, but I, I don't think his work ethic is, is quite as good as mine. So I'm pretty happy. I, I think that's a fair call from Freddie. What are some, um, what are some things that concern you about the Queensland squad? Like, is there any weaknesses that you can see there? I wouldn't say weakness, but I honestly wouldn't have minded Papali going to the bench for Kerrigan. Um, that's probably a big-ish call, but I don't think Papali's been in his um, the form of his life probably the last couple of seasons. I thought he was a bit tamed. To be, I mean, I know that we got out muscled in Origin last year. We were blown away in those first two games, but I, I thought Papali, leader of the pack, he was he didn't quite stand up as much as you probably want him to. Uh, take nothing away. Or don't take too much away from his performances. I still thought he was good, but I didn't think he went to the level that you probably need in Origin to, to, to lead the uh, quite a young pack or inexperienced pack. Um, and I think Kerrigan is a brilliant, brilliant 10-year state of Origin. Although he's already 24, uh, I found out today, which was quite surprising. But I think he'll be in Origin for a long time. I really rate him. Yeah, I think five-plus years, definitely, um, with him. And he's had a lot of injuries uh, in his uh, young career, but he's also been, uh, you know, a Broncos captain. And I heard him in an interview uh, just last week, I think, because he was talking about the shoes that he was wearing for Indigenous Round uh, in an interview with Corey Parker. And uh, he certainly sounded a lot smarter than Corey Parker, although that's a fairly low uh, bar with people of his elk. But... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in joke, I swear I know the words ilk. So, where do you think Queensland are going to target New South Wales? Like, where can Queensland win the game, do you think? I know the Blues boys said they weren't too worried about the high, high kicks, but I I think Coates, the first two, three rounds of the season, didn't really score a try, and he's now, I think, the leading try scorer. If he's not, he's still very close to the top, and a lot of those tries have come from crossfield kicks. Mm-hmm. Um I, I would be a little bit worried about that if I was a Blues fan, especially Toe. Like, I know that they said he's, they're not worried about it, but um, – and they'll have uh, – I don't know if Crichton will be which side uh, – or sorry, uh, Whiten, rather, with his height, who which side he'll be on to help out the winger. But I, I think Toho is a little bit of a 
Um, a lot, yeah, a liability to be honest. Uh, I think he kind of. I've seen a few games where he tries to escort the player. Like mm-hmm. he tries to do it subtly enough that the ref doesn't notice. But um, yeah, I think that'll definitely be an area to target. And then the Blues boys have commented on the size of their bench. I think if Queensland can get on top early, um, I really rate our forward pack. Um, yeah, I think if we can tire out the Blues and then they bring on smaller men that aren't really going to uh, bring that oomph and, and try wrestle back momentum, I think we could really break them in the middle. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Jeremiah Nanai's selection has been partially about that kicking game you're talking about because he's he's somebody that grabs the highlight uh the highlights reel and uh in phenomenal trivia a couple of weeks ago friendy asked us you know who is the leading try scorer amongst forwards and the answer was clearly jeremiah nanai because he catches so many off these (laughs) tall bombs so between you know Coates, um you've got cobo probably on the left wing hanging out with valentine holmes now cobo will probably be against katoni stags and Brian Toto. So I think that's definitely going to be a target zone for people like Cherry Evans and Munster. Uh, and then on the right side, you know, Coates. I mean, Coates against Tupo, that'll probably nullify itself. Uh, Gagai's a former winger, so quite a good jumper himself. Um, and of course, Jeremiah Nanai, when he comes on, will probably be on the right-hand side. They've got a lot of aerial targets there. So if Queensland can get into good ball, I think you're right. I think that will definitely be a target of theirs. Uh, not to mention the fact that, as you mentioned earlier, Jack Whiten had an absolute bath against mo- mostly Dan Gagai in that 2020 series. Even Brenko mm-hmm. Lee outplayed him on that right-hand side. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, Brenko Lee probably unlucky to miss out as well, um, <laughs> according to our friend Chris Waring. Uh, but yeah, I think that I think I think you're right. I think that's where things will go. Um, do you have any final thoughts um, on the squad? Like, obviously, you, you you sound quite positive. Like, do you think Queensland are probably like almost favourites for this? Um, I mean, I was saying to friend of the pod Rob last night. I honestly think, um, I honestly think the odds should be at the very least even. Mm. Um, I would be, yeah. I mean. As I think that the big thing that you point to uh, is what Wiring said in the group chat. If they do win, it'll probably be off the back of um, Nathan Cleary and, and James Tedesco. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, every single player pretty much goes to another level in Origin, and you think of the level that they're already at at club level. It's a pretty scary prospect, but we've got Munster, who's in in the best form of his life. Um, I think Ponga pretty much doesn't have a bad game in origin mm-hmm. uh I, I i've got the utmost faith that he'll perform um yeah i'm very excited for it i think uh you're saying nanai is a great try scorer even even capewell has that aerial threat um yes yeah we, yeah so and and a lot of our players play big minutes um especially even on the bench kerrigan cotter starting could play 80 if needed i yeah i do like our chances well, very, very excited here on the Queensland side of the border. New South Wales were a bit apprehensive about their squad. And I can assure you, dear listeners, they are even more apprehensive at this moment because of that whole uh, shuffle this morning on Monday morning. Kieran, thank you very much. I know that you've got a family dinner to get to. So thank you very much for your time after a busy day at work. Um, and I'll probably catch you on a bit later on this week. Yes, on Wednesday. Thank you, Bo. <laughs> no problem at all. And thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, do keep an eye out for in a couple of days for our regular weekly episode of Above the Horizontal. Until then, see you next time.
Above the Horizontal is brought to you by the Pioneer Australia. Find them on Facebook or at www.pioneeraustralia.wordpress.com. The panellists are Miles Stedman, Kieran Gibson and Daniel Friend. And it's hosted and produced by me, Bo Nicholson.